On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about World of Demons for Apple Arcade, and we talk about two major showcases this week, the Nintendo Indie World Showcase and the Resident Evil Showcase. What do we think? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Jordan Rose. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Control Podcast. This is where you get all your news, information, all the good stuff you're looking for here on this podcast. So we're going to get to it. We're going to start off with the one, the only... Beto! Hey! So Still not done with uh fucking Yakuza, dude. It's too long. <laughs> I love the Yakuza series, but this game it's fun but it's too like too too much too many storylines in one story like that's the one that has the most right most people that you play huh it's the most people no yeah it's fucking I don't even know how many people like I don't know how it's all gonna I mean it's gonna fucking eventually like somehow tie together by one tiny sliver Mm -hmm. fucking of a fact or something it's like it, it's a great game, but it's it's there's too too many characters. I'm I'm I'm, I'm guessing that's probably why they did uh, like Yakuza Six, where it was just uh, Kiryu, which I mean like like I play it. I've been playing this enough to where like ah oh, man, I want to play Kiryu now. Like even though like I said, uh, it's cool when they're they're uh, switching up the characters, mm-hmm. but in this one, it's just like it's it's you don't play Kiryu enough. I feel. And I'm getting close to the end, and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to ask you that much. But it's, yeah, it's, so far it's been my least favorite uh, Yakuza game. Too, the, the story's too out there. Not out there, but it's just too, uh, there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. And um, like three, or I'm sorry, four was kind of like that, but nowhere near as much as this one. Yeah. Where like you playing different characters, but all these characters are a lot of fun. Even uh, was Taiga Shai Shai the fucking that the big burly dude that looks like the Indian in uh, I'm sorry, the <laughs> Nate, Cla- yeah. in, uh, Cla- in, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's that, nest. That one like, it's it was uh, it was it was enough. It was like kind of broken down, kind of evenly where you. You play each character a certain amount of time, and I feel like in this one it's just like you're playing each character for like a ridiculously long amount of time. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to speed th- through it too. Like I'm not doing any side missions. I'm not doing any other games. I don't even go to the batting cages, which I love doing in your yeah. game. I'm just going through the main story, and it's just like man, it's kind of dragging. It's it's a good game, but 
so far this has been my least favorite and i'm hoping fucking yakuza 0 is nothing like this because I'm, i don't think i'm gonna have a lot of fun playing that but um other than that just same thing man and uh nothing else See, that's the thing about those games, and I'm not saying anything bad about them, but that's part of the reason. I'm still going to get into one, but I don't think I could ever see myself playing that series, non, like, go through them all. Because I, I've always felt like I played 3, which was a lot of fun when I played it, but even when I played 3, I was like, fuck, this is really long. And I just feel like that's the kind of game that I for sure, I know I couldn't go through them and be like, like as even if they were fucking great, I would get burned out. It's just, it's just who I am. Like, you know, I, and then I say that and I play, there's certain games that, yeah, sure. I can play a fucking a lot of, and I've done it in the past, but I don't know why. Like, even when I played Dekus in the past, it was just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird, a weird thing. Like a lot of it. And I could be wrong, but at the time, a lot of it is based on story and then the combat. And it's really the story that 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 really keeps you going i don't want to say it's monotonous it's not there's a lot of things to do but a lot of the things in my experience that you could do were all like they're all like yeah they're extra you know and, and just and it was always that thing where I, I look at those games and i could be wrong i mean i might go back when i i still have it i might intend to play that um uh, the other ones but you know I, I just I don't know. I, I don't know if it, it has to also do with because I had those moments in it as well, of like okay, I'm just I just want to get through it. So you're already in that mode of just like let's finish this up. I'm not doing any side stuff. I wonder how much that affects it too, because I I think I did that for the for three, four, and five. I was just rushing through it. And there was moments where I was like fuck man, it just keeps going. But I wonder if I was just playing it either as they came out or just as like i'm just gonna have fun like i don't i don't have a an end point like i gotta finish this within the week you get what i'm saying like <laughs> I, I wonder if that affects it a lot or or no matter what it's gonna be like oh fuck this is just long in general you know so, yeah because everyone i've just like okay let's just get through it like not like i want to get through it just because i i'm getting bored it's just more i want to i want to find out what happens i've played through this i there's a lot of like unnecessary uh, conversations too, where you're playing it and then like they'll they'll talk about something or they'll they'll stop you from from getting to a certain point of the main story and they're like they stop you and they're like oh you can talk to this person if you want to talk to this person you can do this this mission later but it's not part of the main story and like it, it does that a lot and especially where the part where I'm at it's this. Uh, just a different character, a new character that they introduced that wasn't in any of the other games. Mm -hmm. And I'm playing through his story and it's just like a, like, I think I got stopped like three or four times just so I can do like side missions. And so I was like, I don't want it. I'll be fine. If I want to do a side mission, I'll fucking go. Yeah. Cause I get <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah, bitch. I mean, uh, I think it, like in the old, in the later ones, it gets really heavy on the, they, you're running like, okay, I got to get over here. And then you get stopped like four or five times. They slow that down in the newer ones, but like, yeah, when the, when that happens, you're just like, fuck, dude, I just need to get here. Like, fuck, yeah. leave me alone. And like, what's cool is a lot of them are like, you want to do this? You go, no. And then you just leave. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I know. It, it gets, it gets, not trying to defend it. Just like, yeah, I remember those. It gets a little much. Yeah. I mean, but I'm still going to play through zero. I don't know if, 
right, we'll see how it goes if if I if it's similar. Like if because it from what I was reading, it doesn't seem like it's as long as five, but we'll see. And uh, just hoping it's not crazy like that. Because even six was was kind of heavy, like with the the uh, plot twists and mm-hmm. stuff. That's all I've been playing. Just I keep saying this, but I'm hoping to finish it <laughs> soon. But but there's like so many, so much story to it. We're just like okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you, Joe? It's helpful. Uh, not much, man. Honestly, I haven't really been playing a whole lot of shit uh, other than the usual. Uh, and I'm not really gonna go into too much. I had two drafts this week, this past week. I saw another movie. It was on Hulu yesterday. There was a lot of movies this week. Uh, spontaneous. Have you guys heard of that one? Mm-mm. It's a weird fucking movie. You know, I'm starting to realize like Hulu has a lot of like I don't want to call them like like big diamonds in the rough, basically like movies that didn't get put out on you know the theaters and shit like that. But like you you you're like what the fuck is this? And you watch them and you're like this wasn't that bad. It was really good. Is it like Spontane- uh, just stuff on Hulu or like oh Hulu presents like it's they bought it kind of thing they have those things but no it's just movies they pick up random movies like I've seen a couple of uh, when you say pick up what I, what I mean it's it's just on the streaming service or they put they brand it like you know how Amazon no, has uh, Amazon the Originals stream. okay okay it's just on the streaming service all right, all right. now they have some stuff that they brand their own and a lot of that's hit and miss um, uh-huh. but like some of the movies they just put on the on the service are just good like I, that's where I found that Nicolas Cage mom and dad movie where I was like fuck this was actually there's a Nick Cage movie called Mom and Dad. And like new? In 2017, I, I watched it like a couple. Oh, years. I already okay, seen okay. it. Uh, I think it's still on there. And that's a fucking. It was one of those. It's a nutty movie with Nicolas Cage, which he's. Uh, that's all he does. That's now. all he does. Yeah. I think he, he good. He, he like found a niche. They're just like I'm just gonna do whatever they give me. Get paid. Well, over- get yeah. Overact. Get my nut. That's what people like. And. Just basically in this movie, like the movie's basically like something happens and all the, the whole base of the movie is something happens and all parents suddenly want to kill their children, but oh. only their kids, nice. only, their, oh, kids. only their kids, not other kids. Yeah. Oh, not okay. other kids. Just oh. So it just, it's, 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 it's actually done really well. Like yeah. I was like, this is fucking crazy. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy movie. You can find it. I'm pretty sure it's still on Hulu, but it's worth a watch. What's but, it called um, again? That one's mom and dad, I believe. Oh, mom and dad. Yeah. Oh, that's the uh, one Nicholas Cage, my bad. Yeah, uh, but no, this one, other one I watched was Spontaneous. Um, I don't really know any of the actors in it. It was pretty much this movie is about uh, a, a teenager um, follows this girl. She's in high school. She's a senior. It's towards the end of her senior year. And suddenly at the school, I don't even know if it's completely explained why, but the kids at the school start fucking spontaneously not combusting but fucking exploding they just one minute they're boom next minute it's just red like blood fucking they're, everywhere they're keeping in their farts man <laughs> <laughs> they're like I don't want to take a shit at school I don't want to take a shit or fart in class cause the girl next to me I like her basically her her following they following really her and then like you know and so the surrounding people like in the beginning, like, oh, what was that? It was just one thing. That was so fucking crazy. You're like, mm-hmm. how, how did that happen? And then it starts, like, basically happening more. So then all these kids are just like, what the f- Like, are, who's next? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of follows that. It was a rare fucking movie. It was, it was definitely weird, but it's not bad. But it's, good, it's weird. original. Yeah, it's an original. I've never thought of fucking a movie like that. So I was like, give it points for originality. It was pretty well acted, so. Um, I'd recommend 
that's why I said like, there's all kinds of crazy fucking movies you can find on Hulu mm-hmm. like just good shit but um yeah that's pretty much it for me I mean I think I watched some other stuff but nothing of uh nothing of interest really that's it Jesse what's up Beto let me borrow Beto was very kind enough and he was like hey man and I'm like what up Beto he's just like you know what you let me borrow some movies that I'm gonna watch right away yeah Tenet and Shin Godzilla yeah uh I'm gonna let you borrow this game. All right, thank you, sweetie. Uh, it was Hitman Three. I popped in Hitman Three today, uh, played a bit of it, and you know what? It was cool. I I liked it. The presentation was really nice. Um, it looked really good. I've not played any of like I think I dabbled on the old like uh, uh, Hitman games back in like Xbox 360 days and PS3. Um, I thought it was cool. I was I was trying to figure out how to do stuff. Like, okay, this, these are the people who see me, who notice me. All right, I'm going to take this dude's clothes. Okay, I only have access to this area. All right, I'm going to pick this, pay attention to that. Uh, killed the two people I had to kill. And then after that was done, I was just like, all right, that's cool. I don't want to play this anymore. I'm good. Like, it, it was good, but I'm just like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I like it. I liked it. I did like Hitman 3. Um, I thought how it was done was really well, even though I've never really focused and put time into it. I thought a lot of it was like way better than a, a lot of like Ubisoft games. I always hate having to talk shit about Assassin's Creed, but it's better than Assassin's Creed. Um, cause I was really impressed by like the people and the areas, but I did notice and a lot of games do this, not just that game. I was just like, I was like, Oh cool. There's like a couple and they're kind of like, one's got like hand on her hip and she's got her hand on his back i'm like oh okay cool and i walk up the stairs and i'm like oh it's the same couple <laughs> i'm like shit I'm like, all right, it's just, cool. they're just there the whole time yeah it's the same it's the same yeah. people i've noticed that and it happens with any game it's no big well game. it's i think a lot of it it's um certain certain people are in certain spots because they trigger certain like yeah and stuff, so uh-huh. maybe they're one of them but um i did dig it um but what's weird i, I didn't notice it till later um, I would I would say I'd recommend I didn't do it uh, is if you haven't played a hitman game just do the training tutorial thing I didn't do that I just went right into the mission so I was trying to figure all that shit out I was like what's going on what do I do the thing in the boat huh the thing in the boat I guess I didn't I didn't bother checking that out but uh. um, but no I liked I liked how like oh, okay I gotta take out this guy um, no a lot of it was cool I liked I liked switching uh, uh, costumes and you know, uh, some people go like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, shit, they noticed me. But it was neat. But, yeah, after I was done, I was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I just was like, I'm done. I-, I liked it, but I don't want to keep going. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was like, I got yeah. enough of what like, that it was. was enough. Yeah, I was like, that's enough. It's, it's good, but I just I got to do other things. I got I have other games I want to play. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was cool. Um, it's good stuff. Uh, I did play... I'm in, in impressed. It's only been the second game I've played on Apple Arcade, but this is a platinum game. World of Demons. You can play it on your phone or you can play it on your uh, Mac computer or you can play it uh, on your Apple TV, wherever you have an Apple Arcade account. Uh, World of Demons, made by Platinum Games, is a story about the people living together with yokai, like spirit ghosts, kind of spirits of different... Uh, uh, things whether it's water uh, animals I really don't know much about the yokai but anyway something happens to where they get corrupted a demon comes in 
corrupts them so you kind of have to put everything back in order uh but what's cool is when you fight the yokai the evil versions of the yokai when you finish them off uh you have your standard like attack regular attack hard attack dodge when you kill the enemies they actually become a part of something that you can use as attack buttons as attack abilities so those it's basically like oh okay i'm capturing pokemon but i'm also using them in, atta in attack patterns as well so it's actually pretty cool and it looks like okami it had a very nice watercolor art style the brush stroke art style but i was really impressed by it at first i thought it was going to be limited i was like oh okay it's a phone game so it's probably not going to feel like an action adventure hack and slash game but no it was really nice i liked it a lot it was really cool world of demons i actually you know what i've only Fantasian and World of Demons are the only games I really played on Apple Arcade, but I but I like them both. They're really cool. I would say try them out if you have access to Apple Arcade. Pretty neat. I could see both those games probably coming to consoles later. It's probably some sort of deal. I'm not 100% sure, but I'd say try that out. But the biggest game I played this year, or this week, the biggest game I played this week, this is a game. If you're new to the podcast or you've been listening to the podcast from day one, you know how much I've talked shit about this title. You know how much I said this title is worthless. It's a piece of crap. Joe defended it. I would talk it down. I finally sat down and played Asura's Final Wrath. What? Oh. Oh. Asura's Wrath. The Capcom game, Asura's Wrath. Talked shit about it for years. But you know what? I put my money where my mouth is. And I played it. I streamed it. And I'm here to say, in all honesty, that I was wrong, but I was right. I was wrong and right <laughs> yeah, at the same time. Yeah. I think you can. That, that, is a, that is a game that you can totally be both. <laughs> Here's the thing. I was right about, like, it's just an anime. I'd rather just watch the anime. But you know what? There is moments in it where I was like, wow, this game holds up visually. It still looks really nice. And I was interested in what was going on. I was interested in the story. I was interested in the characters. I was just interested in, in the stuff that was happening. Is it a button mashing game? Hell yeah. Is it quick time stuff? Oh, hell yeah. There's a ton of that shit. Um, but I was invested in it. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy it. I beat it in two days. There was a lot I liked about it. I liked how simple the story was. It was very, it was just like watching an anime show. And I have to give credit to, Con what's what's the company? That Cyber did? Connect. Cyber Connect. Dude, I'm pretty sure, I didn't look it up. I'm pretty sure, I remember when I first saw Sora's Wrath, I'm like, they're using the Street Fighter V engine. That looks like Street Fighter V graphics. I want to say at the time it was the, it was, I want to say it was still around the 4 engine. Oh, sorry. Out. Did I say five? Yeah, my bad. My bad. Four. Four. four yeah, four. I think they my were. Bad. I'm sorry. I meant to say four. I meant to say four. My yeah, bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, I remember. I it, believe they were. Yeah. Um, was it? He wasn't a sorry. It wasn't he like a downloadable character or something. No, no Ryu was. Ryu was. Ryu and, was and a Shinakuma. In a sword. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, man. Like, there's a lot of stuff in it. I was like super impressed by it. Um, I know it's, it's an interactive. It's yeah. an interactive anime is what I would say. It's basically an interactive anime is how I would best kind of word it. As much as I hate button time events, like mashing the button, stuff like that, it, it wasn't bad. There's a lot of it, but I was, I was okay with a good chunk of it. 
it gets formulaic. It does get formulaic. Here's the thing. I was talking about it on stream too, because I streamed it and stuff. Um, even when you got, there was moments where you there was combat and you're fighting, and it's not bad. And I was I was thinking like, you know what? I'm like, fuck, man. Why can't you like get new abilities, upgrade yourself, do that stuff? But then I kind of looked at it as, oh, this is like a beat em up. You have your moves and you're just going through it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then as time goes on, I was like, okay, I did. I kind of stopped paying attention to what I was doing and just paying attention to wait till I fill up the bar so I could hit R2 to continue yeah, it, that. right? But here's the thing. Yeah, you know, some games, there's an imaginary bar. You're always destroying whatever enemy it has some type of bar. Any game has that. But in Asura's Wrath, it was just more like, oh, okay, I just got to wait till it gets there. And once I hit that, okay, once I hit it, cool. It's on to the next thing because whatever happens after this, even if I have to continue fighting, I'm at the checkpoint. You know what I mean? It was just getting mm-hmm. to the checkpoint so I don't have to do this again. And it, the game wasn't hard, really. It was just more, oh, I didn't fill up my bar enough. I have to start over to try to fill yeah. up the bar again. Any type of game is like that. It's just more apparent in a, a Sora's Wrath. Um, but I enjoyed my time with it. I liked it. Um, I liked it. It wasn't bad. I'd have to say a Sora's Wrath. I could see why it has such a huge cult following. Like I get it. Like it's really cool in moments. And there's moments where I was like, being able to like it's an old game, so it's, I mean I'm not really ruining it, but. Being, that fight in the moon was fucking dope. When you fight on the moon, that shit is awesome. Uh, Joe, did you beat it? Yeah. Okay. But technically, Joe, you didn't beat it. I didn't. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, beat I didn't it. get there. I didn't beat it. Because even if you get the good ending, because Bethel, I thought Bethel was lying, but Bethel was telling the truth. You have to get five episodes at S rank. But how Bethel wrote it, or play 50 missions and i'm like you're either lying or that's the truth and it was just, the truth i just copied and paste whatever it said on <laughs> my gm yeah but that's what you had to do and then i'm like oh fuck i should have just played this on easy to get easy s rankings and see the actual ending but if you even get that you do get the true ending but the true ending ends in a cliffhanger and you have to pay 6.99 to get the rest of the four episodes to get the actual ending. So. And it was probably hidden in the disc. Probably. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to do that. Uh, one, I wasn't going to get the S rankings. And two, I wasn't going to buy that the extra uh, episodes. But I did watch them the past two days. And they're really good. Like watching them, I was like, wow, that fucking sucks that you had to pay for these. Because it's actually really good. Because there's like double. It, it was like a Yakuza ending double crossing this is what really happened but oh no this is the true person and then you're like oh this is the true person but actually this is the real person and then someone's an orphan all that shit happens just like a yakuza game but no like i watched them and uh i was like oh that's cool sucks you had you had to pay 6.99 for them real quick there's a couple i i, I remember after you, you started playing it i i refreshed i read like a couple of reviews on it because it's mm. been a while since i played and a couple of moments that were one review was like yeah towards the end of the game there are a couple of moments where they blend all of the action elements really well together and i remember that 
um, that there is a, a couple of moments that are like that where you're like, whoa, and it made you go like, you know, if they could have done that more early on instead of like how formulaic how it was, mm-hmm. it probably would have been a better game. You know, it's almost like a proof of concept that never went anywhere. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, and, I, and, and it was a cool proof. It wasn't like a boring... Oh, no, uh, no. Uh, an Assassin's Creed one proof of concept. You know what I mean? It was more of a, it was, you know, the idea was really the idea was following the story. That was your yeah. whole, and it was cool. I think they did a great job. I think mm-hmm. if they're, I don't know what, um, cyber connects intentions were, but if their intentions were to make a, a video uh-huh. game anime, like an anime video game, like they fucking did it. Like it was like a show. I, I, I dug that. You know, I actually dug it was that. so epic too. Yeah, like a yeah. lot of what was going here, like it was, re- it was really like a lot of the best things that I enjoy of the animes that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff, you know, it's just I don't watch a lot of it, but very grand, very epic. Yeah. You like watch the story, you're like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, if I had to say what they should have done, um, because even even the button timing stuff didn't get to me that bad, but I would say take a good chunk of that out. Uh. But I think have more enemy enemy variety, because there was a lot of enemies like, oh, okay, I'm fighting these ones again. Because you yeah. you don't fight as much, you do, but there's not a ton of it. Well, there is a ton of it. It's hard because sometimes there you, is, you're but watching. I, mean, I, I think it's not so much. I mean, it is partially the enemy types. I think a big part of it is just the encounters that you come across are repetitive after a while. There's only like three or I felt like there was only like. I think a variety to, to kind of change up how your play style is because there is there is a change up because you, you basically it there becomes is. like a shoot em up. Yeah. Like the moments it becomes a shoot it, it mixes it up well. There's like four or isn't it like four different styles of gameplay in it at, at various points, like as you're going through it, or is it maybe more or is it around there? Around there. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. Think so. And I think that the way it's done, I think you're right. If they could have varied it up or just added just some kind of a, like you said, like, like in the beat em up section sessions, right? You could have done it, but like you said, oh, add some moves like as you go along, or mm-hmm. in the shoot 'em up, maybe add some power ups. Just little things like that, like okay, I'm gonna do one of these sections again, but make it feel a little bit, you know, like. And, and I think too, like introducing just a few new enemies in each section would have made it gone a little bit further. And not feel as so formulaic mm-hmm. in, the, in, in those in the action segments. Um, I think it would have helped. Yeah. I mean, really, that game. I'm I'm I will always like I'm disappointed that there will never be a sequel, or it doesn't yeah. seem like there'll be a sequel because I feel like someone could have taken that and seen what they did with the first one and be like, okay. Or even that. I mean, whether it's a different developer or just them, like, mm-hmm. hey man, do a second one and and fucking let's see what you can do. I think they could have probably knocked it out of the park. Um, I think it's I see I, I now I understand the fandom for it, the 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 cult classicness of it, and it could like a sequel could be so much more. You know what I mean? Like I see it. I didn't hate it. There was moments where I was like, uh, but like I said, I was like I wasn't wrong, but I was I was I was wrong, but I was also right kind of thing. You know, I had I enjoyed my time with it. I am glad I own it. Because now that game's like anywhere from like fifty to eighty bucks, and I got it when it was ten dollars. And back then, I thought it was like too much that I paid for ten dollars. Now it's way too expensive. So I don't recommend 
I don't recommend buying a copy of A Story's Wrath, but buy a digital one. I think like on Xbox, it's like $7.99 or something. So it's cheaper. But I I dug it. It was actually not bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. A Story's Wrath. All these years, talk shit. But yeah, but yeah that's pretty much it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. In its first five months on the market, the PlayStation 5 has become the fastest selling console in U.S. history in both units and dollar sales. As revealed by the MPD Group, this news arrives one month after the PS5 has become the fastest selling console in U.S. history in dollar sales. Despite the new record, the Nintendo Switch has continued its reign as the best-selling hardware platform in both units and dollars during March of 2021. However, the PS5 did rank first in hardware dollar sales in quarter one of 2021. March video games hardware dollar sales as a whole were 47% higher than they were in March 2020 and set a March record of $680 million. Year-to-end date hardware spending has totaled $1.4 billion, which is also an increase of 81% year-over-year. As for games, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War returned to the top of the spot in March 2021 while also securing the best-selling title of both the first quarter and 12th month period ending March 2021. The Nintendo Switch exclusive Monster Hunter Rise claimed the number two spot and has become the second best-selling Monster Hunter game in terms of dollar sales, only trailing Monster Hunter World. Outriders rounded up the top three and also claimed the number three spot on both Xbox and the PlayStation platform. Mario Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came in at number six and also became the best-selling racing game in U.S. history. Speaking of Mario and Super Mario 3D All-Stars, rose from 16th to 9th place from last month with sales surely increasing due to the infamous Day Mario Dies. So... These are some of the top games. I'll give you guys the top five. Well, actually, you guys already know what the top four are. What do you guys think is the number five uh, best-selling game for March? I'll give you a hint. It's a PlayStation 5 title. Miles Morales. Got it, Bethel. Oh, bam. Um, like the only fucking PlayStation 5 game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what do you guys think? I think you're just bringing these up to tell us how wrong we were about the... <laughs> <laughs> but like even that like even sales have kept increasing and hardware sales of stuff has just been selling like crazy yeah we get it jesse we're wrong hey, well and then you know that like you know shortages or perceived sort shortages are always going to you know it, it's the whole it's the hot thing you know mm-hmm. everyone's trying to get one and you know don't know how long it's going to be until they're a wild widely available so i mean yeah you know 
you know, not for nothing, like, but, you know, having that, that lower priced, uh, you know, you have options too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have the, the ability to get one for three ninety nine. Um, you know, another thing too, it's like, like with Xbox, I see a lot of fucking people with that, that did get the series S. Yeah. Like a lot, you know, especially I noticed like dudes, uh, would put post pictures of their, like, um, their trades in, in some of the leagues I'm in on Madden mm-hmm. and, uh, and in the Xbox league, uh, a lot of these dudes post a picture and then you just see the little series S under their, mm-hmm. their thing. And I'm like, I actually think for these dudes that especially like only play one game yeah. or something like that, that's what they're going for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like the design of it. I like it. It looks, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it looks because, because it looks like a speaker, it's but I like small. it. Yeah. It's a yeah. little it thing. Small. Yeah. 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 And I think that's anything that's not like just the color black is different. So, you know. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is getting a Street Fighter crossover with Ryu and Chun-Li transformed into the Crimson Hawk Ranger and the Blue Phoenix Ranger, respectively. Announced exclusively with IGN, a Street Fighter DLC pack will come to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Stadia on May 25th, priced at $12.50. The pack will include both fighters and an exclusive skin to be revealed at a later date. Ryu and Chun-Li will also be sold separately for $5.99. Ryu and Chun-Li each became their own Power Rangers in pack with the designs originally added to the mobile game Power Rangers Legacy Wars, and they have been added to the Battle of the Grid by fan request. Despite the older designs, they should bring in some new ideas to the tag team fighter. The entire 2D fighting genre can be traced back to Chun-Li and Ryu, among others making such a splash in Street Fighter 2, says Rose Silverstreet from NY community and the marketing team. What do you guys think? The DLC packs of Street Fighter, Ryu, and Chun-Li in a Power Rangers game with Power Rangers outfits. Did you guys watch that trailer I sent? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get a chance. A lot of people were saying uh, the fight moves that Ryu had were the same as Tatsunuku versus Capcom. <clears throat> so um, I'm hearing like some good stuff, man. It's actually a... Uh, 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 got me kind of stoked. I, I have played Power Rangers Battle for the Grid thanks to Xbox Game Pass. I was able to play it, and it's a fun game. It's actually a really good fighter, and a hair, it has really good netcode uh, on there, so it actually plays really well online. This made me really excited. I think it looks really cool. Uh, I hear it's changing up the gameplay a good amount for the characters, and there's some really good characters they added onto it. My only thing is, is like, man, why don't they make like a complete edition? And they are, but it's only digital. So there's a complete edition with all the DLC, but you can't. It's not physical yet, which is a bummer, but looking forward to that. But does this make you guys, what do you guys think of these type of crossovers? You know, having these Street Fighter characters in a different type of fighting game. I think it's oh, cool. Yeah. I, I didn't even know this was a game until when you told me about it. Like, oh, really? Uh, I, was, I saw it, I was like, what the hell? They're coming out with the Power Rangers game? This looks cool. And then I saw that it was actually, it had already come out. But watching the gameplay, it, it it reminded me a lot of like the the, the versus type games. It looked it looked it looked a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I want to try it out, especially with the uh, those characters coming out. Although it's kind of I mean, for two characters, is it five ninety nine each or five ninety nine for both? You can sell five ninety nine for each if you want to buy them separately. Or I think it's like didn't it say eleven something for both of them? That's that's with pretty, extra stuff. That's pretty pricey for two characters. I think I think Street Fighter does the same thing. I think. Yeah, no, it's like that's always been like something that I, I've never really liked because uh, Capcom does that so much. Really, that's why you got really, buy them season passes, dude. Yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. Even, even with the season packs or like the whatever DLC packs that they have, like they'll be like four four new characters for like thirty bucks or twenty five bucks. I'm like, that's kind of a lot still. Mm. <laughs> seriously. T- talking about that, like I don't I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it. Um, I don't think you have. But the new Street Fighter V DLC with Dan Rose coming out, all these new characters, like this has probably been the most excited i've been for a season pass in such a long time for street fighter because the yeah. other ones with uh uh oh no like it just seems like you know he's gone now and and we got people from capcom who are just like really dedicated to making this really awesome like kind of shows like yeah i think it needed that shot in the arm and uh a lot of reports are saying that, like, the reason why they weren't going to do another season pass of, like, characters and stuff for Street Fighter Five, like, I think the whole thing was going to be, it's going to be Street Fighter Six coming out, but I think it's in such bad development that they're like, no, let's do another season. But if anything from this new character season with this new group of people has anything to say about what's going to be coming for Street Fighter Six or how Street Fighter Six is going to be handled... <clears throat> seems like it's gonna be awesome like really good because this just new pack with dan and rose is out next week then we got uh, akira from uh rival schools uh it just looked i don't know man it looks like the fun how fun street fighter should be you know gameplay wise and everything um and then all the stuff they're they're doing for uh fucking king of fighters 15 I, I don't know i don't think you guys have been catching up with that but all the character reveals and how everything looks on that looks awesome too I don't know. I think fighting games. I don't know if fighting games are going to come back. I don't know if they're going to be as big as they were. But with what's releasing in the future, Guilty Gear and all that stuff, I, I'm seeing a positive future for fighting games, at least in this new generation of consoles. I hope yeah, so. Nice. What's up? Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just takes that one that one little company to oversaturate the market, like like always, you know. Players are reporting that some PlayStation 3 games are not downloading essential patches ahead of the forthcoming store closure. A PSN profile thread is compiling all the PS3 titles that are experiencing difficulties downloading patches, which are often essential in order for users to play online or earn trophies. The list includes games like Journey, Little Big Planet, Castlevania, Lords of Shadows, Battlefield 4, Gran Turismo 5, and Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. The growing thread of thread on Reset Era is corroborating the list with some users confirming that their owned games are not receiving updates players are reporting that even manually requesting an update via the game's tile on the playstation home screen just results in nothing and across the conversation there's a picture being painted of patches downloading in one region but not another there's potential that this could be a bug rather than directly related to the upcoming closure and that Sony may be in the process of fixing it so that users can get their games ready to go before the digital store shuts down. After all, players will still be able to re-download their own games after the store is shut down in July. No, I experienced this today. I was getting things ready for this whole closure of PlayStation and I'm just going to download what I actually have, what I actually want to put on there. Maybe not the stuff I got for free because a lot of it's like, oh, I really don't care about this game or whatever. Um, I popped in my disc of MotorStorm. There's no, there was no patch for it. And I remember them being patches for that game, the first MotorStorm, and it won't play. The game doesn't play. So you can't it gets at all. It gets you can't an error do nothing code. with it then. I can't. So... I don't know. At first, I was like, fuck, this disc is fucked up. But I'm like, no, there's no holes in it. There's no scratches on it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? 
I have two PS3s, so I, I'm going to check on my other one. I haven't done that yet, but uh, this sucks. This fucking sucks if it's if I can't fucking download the patch that needs to make it play. I'm not sure if that's what it is. I tried to go online to see, like, oh, do you need a patch for, for MotorStorm to work? But I couldn't find anything online. Uh, but that's not the only problem. Have you guys heard about the other problems with the PS3 and the PS4? There's a CMOS battery in a PS3 and a PS4. Once that battery dies, that's it. You can't play physical or your digital games whatsoever. Now, can this battery be replaced? Probably can. But you never know how long they're going to keep manufacturing those batteries. Jesus. I don't know. What do you guys think? Hearing all this, like, what, what do you think? Uh, it, it's it was bound to happen. Yeah, but still, it sucks because it's like I don't know, man. Like again, this <laughs> just continues to like point towards how you know, like Microsoft was really smart and just the whole backwards compatibility thing, where you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, like and, and you know, and I'm not, I'm not, not to, not to like, like shit on. Um, on, uh, I'm not crapping on what Sony's doing yeah. here, but like, you know, like Microsoft too, like the Xbox controller has not changed in about how many years? Mm-hmm. Since the 360? Since the 360, probably, yeah. yeah. It's basically the same controller. Um, I mean, it's been revised a little bit here and there, but, you know, for the most part, it's the same thing. Um, there's a reason for for that i feel like you know they were like their focus was was that uh so it's like sony continually like making you know little changes a little less now um it just yeah like i said man like at that time i don't think anyone really gave a shit about fucking backwards compatibility yeah uh, backwards compatibility so it makes you know it's just one of those things that yeah it's, it's a it's a thing that was going to bound to happen and then as you know technologically advanced as it was at the time things change you know you you can still you know old old consoles the technology is lower uh or it was not as as was it was at the time it's kind of a benefit to like a lot of the retro stuff then you can you can do that so i don't know it's you know it's part of the course but it's it sucks all news and articles are from publications like ign gotaku destructoid and gadget GameSpot, and polygon Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. So this week we had two announcements this week two major announcements nintendo had their indie world showcase this week and there was a resident evil showcase as well two major events that we will be talking about not in a a full super detailed way but i kind of wanted to talk about uh we'll start off first with nintendo's indie world showcase there was a lot of games shown off a lot of things. Did you guys end up watching it? Yeah, I did. I did not. Joe did not. Well, 
real quick. Beto, was there anything in the indie announcement that caught your interest? Ah, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. You're going to have to go through it because. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm, well, I'm just going to mention the ones like w- when it comes down to it, what I, what I want to say about this indie world event, we, and you know, Nintendo has been doing this every once in a while, you know, they had their indie world and they, they show a lot of indie games, but something really caught my attention during this whole indie world stuff during the whole indie world showcase. I was surprised with how much variety there was in the indie games, stuff that you don't see anymore. Just you know these games when it comes down to it what i like about indie games is these are ideas or concepts that are either something that uh this title is expanding upon or doing something where big AAA companies like ea activision even sony xbox don't do anymore which is just experiment and try something different you're seeing all these different types of games and even you're getting a lot of games that are you know, coming back and being kind of different. One in particular, I saw this announced and I just thought, oh, okay, they're releasing this as a collection because they've done this title before. Uh, but they're doing Ali Ali World was announced. That one was a skating game uh, when the older titles were like a skating game where you can just do skating. It was kind of like a side-scrolling skating game where you kind of hooked your combos in together and kind of kept going, but... I don't know. What would you say about though? How was it? It kind of like had like a bit three D looking uh, backgrounds to it. Nothing too crazy, but mm-hmm. like more like square. Uh, like the buildings kind of like I guess popped. It was more colorful. Mm-hmm. It looked nice. So like I, I saw it, but like I, I've played all the Ollie games and they're they're fun for like five minutes. But this one is a different take though. They're actually doing a world aspect, and you're still doing the grinding, but you're actually stopping to talk to characters, and they give you mission based stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, the Ali Ali ones are, are fun. Like the original ones were just fun to pick up and play for like five minutes and then you're done. Jump back on it probably to get another better score. But it wasn't something that you would took, take so much time to invest your time in. Like, oh, I'm going to keep playing it, you know. This one looks like it's taking it a different route. And I was kind of impressed by how visually differently it looks and kind of how differently it's going to try to kind of change up the formula of how the game is played. Maybe not the actual skating part of it, but like how you experience the world, you know, mm-hmm. what'd you think of the one, the longing? This one was a German developed studio and it's about a, a servant who is waiting 400 days to awaken his King from a long sleep. The game is played in real time, but you won't have to play every day to see the ending as the shade. There are various puzzles, activities to occupy your time as you count down the days to longing it out today. Yeah. What do you think of that one? That one, it I'm was, still confused. Like, it yeah, is I want to see more. Yeah. Because, yeah, they said, like, 400 real-time days. I'm like, damn, that's a long time. That's a long commitment. Like, I'm pretty sure you don't, you don't have to play every single day, like you said. But, yeah, it's yeah. I want to I see more of it. Because, I mean, it, once it said, like, uh, it has, like, some puzzle aspect stuff, I'm just like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. That looks, like, that looks interesting. I like how it looked. It looked nice, though. Yeah. Like the art style. This one was interesting, too. Uh, Aerial Knight's Never Yield trailer. This one uh, ended up actually coming out with a demo um it's a running game is set in a stylized tokyo inspired detroit run through the city as wally to backdrop of a cool soundtrack aerial knights and never yield is coming out on may 19th as a demo will be available which i did play 
what did you think of that visually, Beto? How did you think that looked? It, it looks, it looks nice. I mean, I, I didn't play it, so I, I can't really. Yeah. I don't really know what it's about, so it looks like another Ali Ali where you're just running side to side. Yeah. Um, that one I did play it. It was it's it it's in continuous runner, so you're running through, and then you use the D pad or the buttons. When you hit down, you slide under. Uh, when you hit up, you vault over obstacles. I think if you hit back, you do a higher jump, and forward is like a dash into things. So you kind of get a cue, like things start slowing down, and you'll see the color of like, okay, purple is gliding down, you know, red is jumping high, uh, um, yellow is to vault over. So you get kind of these cues, and then time slows down. Uh, visually, it's very, it looked like a jet set radio kind of look to it but more neon mm. and um the music is pretty cool you get bumping you know it's like bumping music that kind of gets your head bobbing uh the demo i, I played was i think i want to say like three or four areas it was cool the concept of it was really neat the only thing i would say is i hope it has more to it because even when you played through that part I'm wondering if it's a section and then it like changes up after that. Cause if it was continuously like how it was by the fourth time I was doing it, I'm like, okay, I get it. What else are you giving me? You know, it was neat. It was, um, visually it, it was cool. Like nice looking music was really good and the controls were tight. Uh, I just want to see more like, that's why I like and hate demos. You get a feel for it. But I was kind of like, what else is there? What else am I missing? Because yeah. if this is all it is, I'm not sold yet. You know, it's just more like I wanted to have more. Uh, next game was Aztec Forgotten Gods, a 3D action game from Mexican developer Lienzo, inspired by Aztec mythology. Use an upgradable arm weapon and travel through different areas in a Mesoamerican metropolis when Aztec Forgotten Gods is released this fall. This one, <clears throat> when I saw this, made me pucker up and I was like, whoa, this visually looked really nice. And I'm going to say when I heard it was a Mexican developer, I was like, ooh, intriguing because I'll be honest, you don't hear it that much, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard it. Like, yeah. I've heard yeah. Mexican developers, but like, no, yeah. I mean that people with Mexicans that work in like a development team, but not yeah. actual Mexican developers. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it looked like it looked awesome. It looked visually really nice. And I, I don't know. I was intrigued. You were, you were going to say some stuff on it, Joe? No. Yeah. It looks really, really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super psyched. To, like that's the one of the, I, I think of all of them that you told me about or that I've heard about it. That's the one that I was like really fucking really good yeah that, that looks like i hope it's really good yeah yeah, yeah. it, it look again like you can uh, you can only tell so much by like looking at a trailer you know they're selling it on the trailer what it looks like but it looks like the gameplay looks really fun i like visually how it looks because it, it kind of shows like the 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 mayan temples and and you're going and it's like okay it's it's traveling through the future so now you're getting this kind of like neon lights futuristic view of it and it's set in the in the pyramids and in the world i don't know like it looked i don't know to me it looked really fucking cool 
I was really intrigued. And I like the art style. The art style kind of sold me too. So. Yeah. Beto? No, you said you said it all. Cool. I just thought it was funny, like, <clears throat> the theme game, and the girl's name's Ashley. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, a throwback to the retro arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. This one is from Tribute Games, and .mu brings the four Ninja Turtle brothers back in a four-player beat-em-up coming to the Nintendo Switch later this year. This is the first console it has been announced for. I mean, we know it's coming for all consoles, but official announcement. This is one of the first ones for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, They showed a bit more on this Turtle game. Anything else that we're excited about, guys? Are you not excited for the Turtles game, Joe? I am excited for it. I I don't want to get too excited because I don't want to get something that ends up mm, being poopy. not be yeah, or just maybe it doesn't live up to what I you know what I could possibly hype it up to. Okay. Get Suma Fuden, Undying Moon, a hack and slash roguelike from Konami fight through some huge bosses across a dark fantasy in Japan when Getsufuma Den is released next year in 2022. I was reading up more on this. This is a remake of an old NES game that never came to America. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm just like, it it visually looks really nice. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I hear this shit a lot sometimes, and it makes me go, uh, when I hear now, because it's it's the new Dark Souls kind of thing to me roguelike yeah like everyone's roguelike yeah whenever i hear roguelike now i'm just like oh that sounds hard (laughs) um but yeah uh other than that they went through a scissor reel of stuff fez is came out that day for the nintendo switch the 2d 3d puzzle platformer that one I don't know why I, I just gonna say real quick. I don't know why people got so fucking excited. I like or I don't know, like I saw like some of the web like the game was like, oh Fez is on and I'm like, slow news week, huh? Because I yeah. mean I know it's kind of a thing, but I'm like I I mean it's like cool, but that really even worth fucking other than a, a small blurb like, Oh yeah, by the way, this is on Fez when Fez came out, like I, all I thought is like, ah, do I wanna buy Fez again and not play it? You know what I mean? Because I think I bought it for when it came out on 360, and then I got it on PS3, and then it was a free upgrade for PS4. And even all those versions I had, even like on the Vita as well, I was like, I never, uh, I never continued playing it. It was cool, but wasn't wasn't there something with Fez where they're like it was unfinished or something? No, they were gonna do Fez 2, and then they oh. it, the the creator of it just was like i'm out of here because someone talked shit up to him and he was done he's a little bitch huh yeah some criticize his game i don't like that <laughs> maybe i mean it's cool that Fe- it's like okay i'll be honest when they said fez is out today on the switch i'm like oh it wasn't already there so they went through a sizzle reel of games showing a, a ton of games but one caught people's eye people were like wait a minute what they're doing this and then people were going, wait, how is this an indie game? But then three people were like, this is fucking awesome. House of the Dead remake. A remake of the classic rail shooter with a new look and some gameplay changes. Team up with a buddy when House of the Dead remake is out on Switch later this year. Did you guys see this? House of the Dead remake? I did not see that, no. It actually looked uh, really cool. It looked like yeah. a really House good House of the Dead remake. original yeah. or... 
can't do it then, man. Why? Well, not, no bias for me, huh? If it ain't a remake of Overkill, I don't want it. Ah, shut it. Overkill was fucking bad. They, I, have you played Overkill? They, it Which, is, yeah. was that on? That was, on that the, was Wii. the Switch one. Yeah, okay. or no, the Wii, yeah, yeah. No, the Wii, yeah. Um, this one I'm hearing, this is the first time they've ever... Because House of the Dead 2, its actual arcade version has been ported to consoles already. But this will be the first time a House of the Dead 1... Because the only versions they ever did that was a Sega Saturn version, which wasn't that great. Uh, and I want to say they did a Wii version collection, if I'm right. No, the Wii one was House of the Dead 2 and 3. It wasn't one. Hold on, let me double check. Because there was the, yeah, 2 and 3. The, the Wii one was just 2 and 3. It wasn't um, 1. So 1 has never gotten any type of home port or a remake. So this is actually the first remake for House of the Dead. And yeah, I see Overkill here too, Joe. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. I thought it was cool, but then I was just like, how is that an indie game? Yeah. True. But pretty cool. But hey, it's no more an indie, it's, it's no more an indie game than fucking uh, uh, Shenmue 3 asking for $10 million and then getting you're, made by fucking... You are a thousand percent correct, sir. <laughs> I mean, um, it's like... <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, cool. They still haven't announced how it plays. My guess is I'm hoping that they have the gyro controls so you can point and shoot. Because, like, playing a railgun shooter with a with an analog stick isn't fun. Like, you want to actually shoot at the screen. But this got me excited just because I remember the last time we all played Left 4 Dead. Or not Left 4 Dead. House of the Dead was House of the Dead 4 at Dave & Buster's. Like, how much fun that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um... So I don't know. Like it, I it's think it's a loss. It's a missed opportunity. I think they should redo Overkill because I thought Overkill was hey, fucking awesome. Joe, what if they say the original as well? We're remaking Overkill. Then need- I would if they say this does well and this sells well like they normally do. I would say uh, I would just be like Jesse, buy two copies of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, buy two copies. Give me one. Oh, no. Not even give me one because like I have I don't know like I the original ones like they were fun in the arcades but having played them on uh, I played them and I mean they're a little they're just I mean they're cheesy I know it's part of the charm of them um like four was really fun like you're saying like the David Buster one when we played I was like that was really cool but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't I don't have a, a intri- I, I mean unless they really go all out with this remake I mean we'll see but. I just know that I had a shit ton of fun playing Overkill. It was so fucking cheesy and corny, but like yeah. in in like the grindhouse way yeah, that just made did. it so fucking cool. That was like a grindhouse. Version. You know, I gotta pick that up. I gotta buy that one. Uh, it was fun. I want to be able like to hook up a keyboard so and then have them remake. Typing of the dead. Typing of the dead. I need to be better at typing. That's on Steam. <laughs> that was like this is actually a legit reason for wanting this. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Steam for twenty five bucks, but I just haven't pulled the trigger. <laughs> um, or actually, you haven't clicked the keyboard. Huh? You haven't clicked the keyboard. Uh, see what I did there? Click the keyboard. Yeah, because it's not. You're not going to be pulling a trigger in House of the Dead. Typing of the Dead, you'd be clicking the keyboard. Yeah, you're fucking funny, Joe. <laughs> so there, there was more games announced in this indie world showcase, but. You know, I'm just talking about some of the ones that interest us and everything. But like I was saying earlier, I, I don't know. I was really impressed with this one. It had a lot of games that were really interesting. I highly recommend checking the video out. Watch it. But 
don't know. I just got a sense of just like it's so cool to have these indie games that try something different. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, depending on some of the gameplay or some of the things that are shown at an indie showcase. But I don't know. You just there just seems to be more creativity than most AAA titles that come out because let's face it, like I love them too, but all the time it's just always like, hey, here's the next Call of Duty. Here's the next, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed. Here's the next Halo. Here's this just the stuff we're so used to. Hey, even like, here's the next Resident Evil. It's the same stuff we're always used to. But when it comes to indie games, I just think it's just kind of nice to just get something different, new, visually looks, you know, unique. And I don't know. I, I like this type of stuff. It's, it's, it kind of changes things up instead of the usual routine that we usually have, you know, when it comes to games. Yes. Yeah. For me. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the only showcase. Like I said, Resident Evil showcase happened this week as well. More information about Resident Evil Village coming very soon on May 7th. But I personally tried to... I didn't even watch anything. I'm already sold on Resident Evil 8. I'm already sold. So I purposely... I did watch the showcase, but I looked down whenever they showed Resident Evil 8 because I just don't... I'm, I'm already sold. I don't need to be sold anymore. I want to be surprised. Uh, I am sold on Resident Evil 8. I can't wait to play Resident Evil 8. But they had some more announcements for Resident Evil besides Resident Evil 8. They did announce, though, there is a demo for Resident Evil 8 coming out. Uh, it's going to be timed. You only have 30 minutes. There's an eight-hour window for the PlayStation version, so you actually get to play it eight hours before everyone else. Uh, but you're going to have a choice between the village area or you can be in the castle area. Um, again, demos for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and, and the Series XS, Steam, and Google Stadia. Uh, but for me, again, like I said, I'm, I'm already sold, so I'm not playing these because I just want to be surprised. That's it. Mm -hmm. But it's cool. What's up? When's it out again? Uh, the 7th of May. May? Okay. Yeah. Um, but they did say that Mercenaries Mode is returning for Resident Evil Village. Mercenary Mode, if you are familiar with Resident Evil 3, it is a fun type of um, arcade you know, gameplay where you shoot. The more you, you, know, you, know, you kill enemies a certain way, you kill zombies, you get time added on. Uh, you get better weapons. You can be certain characters. Again, they didn't go that into detail. I'm just more explaining like older mercenaries modes. You know, you explode a barrel, take out a ton of zombies. You'll get extra bonuses. You get extra things. They're actually bringing that back to Resident Evil. So it's a nice little extra that you're going to be getting with Resident Evil Village. Um, they talked more about the animated CG animated Resident Evil Infinite Outbreak that is coming to Netflix in July. It is going to be reuniting Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield as they wait for it, fend off against a as they fend off against a zombie outbreak in the White House. And as you may recall, Leon once rescued the president's daughter Ashley Graham in Resident Evil 4. This time he's keeping the president Graham safe from zombies. That is coming to Netflix. I've never been into these whatsoever. I have friends. I love them. I have my friends like Trino. And I have Fabi who say that, hey, those CG Resident Evil movies are actually really good. But I cannot. I don't I don't want to watch them. I, I don't care I to feel, watch them. 
the one thing I will be a hundred percent honest right now though, when they said this takes place a couple of months after Resident Evil Four or years, and it's actually Ashley's dad, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to see how that turns out. And since it's on Netflix, I might try it. Yeah. But I don't know. I have no faith in this. But what were you gonna say, Joe? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't interest me yeah. either. <laughs> like just a CGI movie. I'm like, no. I don't there, really. there was one CGI movie where like it was Wesker and Chris like in a ridiculous fight, right? And they're like close quarter combat, but they're like shooting at each other with the gun and stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, that, I think I saw. It looks so stupid. And I think I they think did that, that in one of the movies too, which looked really. I don't really even shitty. think like. The idea of Resident Evil is like horror, right? It's yeah. like a horror movie. And it's like, if you make a CG, I don't know, like, has there ever been a CGI horror movie made to, like, that was scary? Polar I Express? Feel like, that's the fucking impossible, huh? The Polar <laughs> Express? <laughs> Final Fantasy Spirits was in. <laughs> it was scary what it did to the series. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, like, it just doesn't, yeah, horror CGI. Although, Monster House was a nice little mix of, uh, and that really wasn't really comedy, you know. Yeah, it was really that was actually a really good movie. Mm. What was Monster House? Monster House. It was like a CGI. It was a kids movie, but it was like it was like a kids like a it wasn't a scary movie, but I mean it had to do with like Halloween and like horror a little bit. And um, I think Steve Buscemi was the main one of the main people, and it was really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Not my thing, but I'm happy that people are excited for it. Then, guys, guess what? There's a collaboration going on with Resident Evil Dead by Daylight. We're getting. I just heard um, about that, yeah. May 25th, they're going to be announcing for the fifth anniversary stream of Dead by Daylight a collaboration chapter with Resident Evil. It was teased, nothing was really shown, but that's pretty dope. I mean, Dead by Daylight, I've been getting really excited with what it's been getting and how that game still is getting legs mm-hmm. and getting fans like from the day we started playing dead by daylight from now i just like how much it's growing in popularity and how much it's getting not only did it have silent hill content stranger things content k-pop content we're getting fucking resident evil content in there pretty yeah, like one of it's one of those games where, like, even though we don't play it as much, it's still, like, pretty fun to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mo- most people would have, I think most companies and most developers or whoever was publishing it would have been like, okay, cool, we got something cool here. Let's already make a sequel and cash yeah. in. Instead of doing that, they're just like, no, we're going to continue to support this. And, you know, we're going to continue to go and keep adding things to it and just make it, you know, make it. It's a, it's a big game now. Like, I mean, when you, when you think about content, if you purchase everything it's a lot of stuff man yeah. yeah the k-pop thing was a big one to me that one just kind of blew up the game again because people weren't expecting a k-pop like you know, and it was uh, cool too villain. it looked really and cool yeah I, I like the part where like there's a moment where like you know you see from the behind the shoulder look of the of the killer like when you're um when you're in the the selects mode like uh-huh. you're picking and he'll turn i think he turns and looks at like at the camera like breaks the fourth wall and winks at you <laughs> and then like goes back and i was like it's a little shit like that is like that's really fucking cool like yeah. they have stuff like that so that's pretty neat i, I can't wait to and, see what no i was just gonna say like and it's really cool because i mean like really the game you know you get the base you, you can purchase the base game and it's all there and after that it's like all these packs are just like they're you know it's it's up to you if you want to yeah. fucking buy the stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I believe 
I'm pretty sure like you can still as a survivor you can play against the that, the killer. Yeah, you yeah, can. You don't have him, but you can play. You know, you get your survivors and you just play against them, and it's it's a cool system where it's like if you want the killer, if you enjoy being a killer, sure you can purchase them. Mm-hmm. If you want you know specific survivors you can purchase the whole packs there's there's always there's ways to get everything without having to like you know like oh no the only way you get this is in you know the uh, the sequel or the the game of the year you know the shit like that so yeah. it's it's a cool you know way to get that game out and they go on sale the 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 pretty regularly yeah the characters and stuff yeah um, and that was it for the Resident Evil Showcase, but actually it wasn't it. There was something for the Resident Evil Showcase that actually wasn't in the Showcase, but came out right after the Showcase, but it seemed like it fit for the Showcase, which is very strange, but made no sense and actually made everyone kind of freak out and go Can crazy. What? Resident Evil 6 Part 2? No. <laughs> Capcom Capcom has announced that Resident Evil 4 is getting a full VR port for the Oculus Quest 2. This version of Resident Evil 4 will be in first person, and while more details will be revealed on April 21st during the Oculus Game Showcase, a short gameplay teaser showed things like Leon holding weapons, interacting with a virtual attache case, and using a virtual hand crank for one of the puzzles. This blew up online. Capcom has like what this has to be the second game game just solo game Resident Evil 4 is probably the second game of Capcom's history that they have just milked for everything it's worth and I want to say the number one is Street Fighter 2 they need to give it a rest in my <laughs> opinion give it a fucking rest man Jesus yeah I I won't that lie. doesn't impress me anymore I won't if you want to impress me release Resident Evil 4 on fucking uh I want you to release Apple that Watch. shit on like iOS. Uh, uh, no Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want a retro port. Yeah, your your these ports no longer impress me. Um, I won't lie. Hearing that there is like a first person version of Resident Evil Four, I was like, I mean VR version. I was like, I'd want to try it. I'd want to try it. But dude, online I saw so many people, not even happy. Going, fuck. All right, and then them taking pictures like, yeah, I just got a quest too. I went to go buy one at a store, like in anticipation for this, ordering it off Amazon. All probably that have, shit. They probably have no friends. They got their stimu- they got their stimulus money. Um, I don't know when no it's friends. out. They said um, it's gonna be revealed more on April twenty first. I want to say it might. I want to say that I I could have sworn maybe June July, but I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong though. That type of shit, like VR stuff, I was like, oh, I'd want to try it. But with how this looked and the announcement of fucking PS5 VR, this will get ported to, I'm pretty sure, confident that this game, Resident Evil 4 VR, will be ported to the PS5. This is an exclusive for a time because we ain't getting that PlayStation 5 VR for a while. So by the time that comes out, this will probably be a game you can download when it releases. That's when I'll play it. I'll get that for sure. I will buy it, man. I think I I have Resident Evil 4 for GameCube, Xbox 360, PS3. I don't think I got it for PS4, but I got it for the Switch. Was that out on the PS2? I got it for the Wii. 
No, right? It was, yeah, it was on PS2. It was? Yeah. It was on the iOS a long time ago. Uh, Did it? On the but, GameCube. It's, huh? It was rough. It was rough. Sure. Yeah. Rough. Rough. Chicago, Illinois. Um, <laughs> I actually bought... <laughs> I actually bought Resident Evil 4 for the Wii because I heard it plays really well. And I actually played it recently. It does. It actually plays really well. It's not as rough as the GameCube version. I'm not lying. I think you'd probably dig that more because it's not as rough. Um, you gotta use the motion controls? Well, you can use like the pointer. That's like the best thing because you can make accurate like fucking shot. Pow, 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 pow. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil. Resident Evil 4. So that was the Resident Evil showcase. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, w- I want to try out the next Resident Evil game. Looks cool. Is Resident Evil 8 a day one purchase for you, fellas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, there's really not a lot coming out, so it probably will be. Nah, not for me. Why not, Joe? You're yeah, a man of I, you're a man of horror taste. Why not Resident Evil? 8? Because I haven't played finished seven yet, so it's fucking what's the point of me buying it. It really matters though. Does this have anything to do with seven? Well, the guy from seven is the character for this one, but oh, so he lives. Great, ruined it for me. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Hey, wow. you just asked me. <laughs> Damn it, I wow. pulled a Joe. Wow, Fuck. Jesse really... I pulled damn. a damn Joe. Damn it. <laughs> just being a Joe. I'm being a Joe right now. No, I get you. I get you. But Joe, you had how many years to play fucking Resident Evil 7? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like 2017, 18? 7 was really good, dude. I liked yeah. it a lot. 7 was awesome. I'm going to play through that before... Uh... Oh shit! I gotta do it soon because fucking eight's out soon. Shit. But anyway, um, yeah, cool Resident Evil showcase. I mean, I personally, I don't think there was a ton. I mean, it's the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil, which is awesome. The announcement of the CG movie that's cool. The Dead by Daylight stuff is cool. Um, I for me because I'm just like I don't need any more information on eight. You know, I know that's the the chunk of stuff that people were really excited about. Um, a lot of people were thinking like, dude, they're gonna announce. Resident Evil Revelations 3 or they're going to tease Resident Evil 4 remake um and you know I thought that stuff too but really in hindsight I was thinking like they're not going to announce a new game in the series of something to downplay 8 you know like they're not going to do that they're not going to be like hey and get you know you're looking forward to 8 but hey 4 is coming out soon it's like no you don't want the excitement of 8 to go away you want it to stay you know especially since it's almost here yeah, and so, you know, you want to talk about that shit after 8's release. And be like, yo, you love an 8, right? Yeah. All right, Resident Evil 4's coming. <gasps> Remake. Oh, shit. NVR. Awesome. You know. That might be like an E3 kind of. Probably, yeah. Well, I'm hearing that they're going to do Revelations 3. So, that's the rumor. So. But anyway. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Two major showcases this week that we went through. Uh, so yeah, that was the news for this week, but yeah, well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at third party control podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at third party control podcast. It's third party control podcast with a three R D. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Liberal with Bethos Barza and <laughs> Joe Ramirez. And you may not be as good as everyone else. But we kind of get the job done later. Peace.
Did I tell you uh, just real quick? Uh, side side note. Yeah. I tell you guys, uh, Madden did it again. It it turned off my Xbox. Like it completely shut it down. Yeah, I was too scared that it, I, w- I was scared that it too actually powerful. fucking like, like I was scared that I that my Xbox had like fucking crapped out. You were playing too hard. I mean, because I was like, what the hell? But then I, but then I realized, like, like later on, at first I was shocked. I was like, oh no! And then like, it didn't want to turn on, so I had to like uh, reboot it. And then I was like, fuck! And then, I, then I, it downed on me. I was like, oh wait, this did the same thing to me on my PS5. Maybe your Xbox was just like, stop playing Madden. Maybe stop you should it. shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I experienced this today, personally myself. Uh, I was um, just getting stuff prepared. For, Joe, um, yes. What? Are you playing something? No, I. I can hear you like clicking and shit. No. Mm. Shut up! I'm listening. Go. Cool. Yeah, but it's pretty loud though, Joe. Can you still hear it? No. Are you good? 